Kia ora everyone, it's Michelle here. I just wanted to drop in before you listen to this latest episode just to explain that I recorded this episode a couple of weeks ago. It was due to be published last week, but I pushed it back a week when we had the new COVID outbreak in Auckland. So when you listen to this episode, you'll probably notice that there's a few things that don't sound quite right based on what's happening in the world right now. But I'm hoping you still find most of the advice relevant. Just ignore the bit about life going back to normal and us being able to go to rugby matches. As we've all learnt this year, a lot can change in a week. Well, I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll talk to you soon. Well, kia ora and welcome back to the Destinate NZ podcast. I'm Michelle Caldwell, the host of the show, and today we're talking resilience. I know times are tough, that some of you will have had days where you just wanted to give up. I get it. It's been a pretty horrific time for our industry. But there's also this really strange sense that life has gotten back to some kind of normality in New Zealand, unless you're reliant on an international market to keep you afloat, that is. We're able to go out, go to the rugby, we're not wearing masks or keeping our distance anymore, and we can travel around the country whenever we like. But that isn't making up for the loss of our international visitors. In fact, it's about $47 million a day not floating through our economy. That's $17.2 billion a year, and that's packing a pretty big punch with a lot of you. How can it not? But you know what is impressing me most? It's the resilience of our tourism whānau. Whilst there is angst over financial support packages and the lack of understanding of sectors within our industry by the powers that be, most of you are just getting on with it. And let's face it, adversity is not something new for our industry. We've had the attacks of 9-11 in 2001, the tsunami in Southeast Asia in 2004, the GFC in 2007 to 2009, terrorist attacks in London and Paris, the Arab Spring, bird flu, swine flu, and so much more. And each time we've dusted ourselves off and got back into it and survived. Okay, so a global pandemic with borders completely closed wasn't in any of our plans. And this will take a lot longer and a lot more creativity, perseverance and strength than ever before. And no doubt we'll see a few more casualties, which is really sad. But some of the stories coming through about some small successes are really inspiring me. I mentioned the volcanic air example in the last podcast. You know their product that I'm seeing all over my social media feed of the float plane trip to the hot pools? Well, it turns out that this is indeed a new product for the domestic market and it came out of a staff brainstorming session. That's really cool and I'm sure there are loads more examples like this out there. Share them with me and I'm happy to give you a shout out on a future episode. Resilience is our ability to adapt and bounce back when things don't go as planned. Resilient people view a difficulty as a challenge, not as a paralyzing event. And our industry is made up of really optimistic people. We love to look at the glass half full. We're always thinking of new products or experiences, new ways of doing things or new markets we can target. It's an industry built on entrepreneurship and sheer determination. And while sometimes the tourism industry looks fairly glamorous from the outside, you know, those fancy famils you go on, the events where it looks like all we do is party, and those really exotic overseas sales trips you do, it's actually also really hard work and long hours. 
And yep, to all of you international sales managers, I can hear you jumping up and down now. Yes, I know those international trips are not at all glamorous, trust me. But there's something about the tourism industry. It gets in your blood and it's very hard to leave. So I believe that that's also part of what drives our resilience. Operators are adapting. There's a new normal for a while and we know that. What we don't know is how long, but it sounds like it's going to be a really long time. So that means doing what is required to keep going, whether that be downsizing, dropping some product offers, introducing new products. Now is the time to really analyze what's going on in your business. Who's visiting? What are they telling you? What's making money for you and what's not? Do you have your costs completely dialed so you're at least covering costs when you do operate? It's no longer business as usual, so this is the perfect time to make some changes. And listen to your team. Remember, they're often the ones talking to your customers, so they'll have ideas on what could work better and use that knowledge. Be innovative. Don't be afraid to test new things. There are so many ways to do this. Offer a deal via NewZealand.com or another deal site to test if a new product will work and gain some insight into what people will be prepared to pay for it. Use it as an opportunity to gain some market research. It doesn't always cost money to test new things and take them to market. I've seen a few operators put themselves out there by telling their customers to pay what they like. Yep, there's a risk to this, but there's also the potential for some gold as well. If you'd have told me three months ago I'd be publishing two podcast episodes a week, I would have laughed at you. But it's one way I've personally had to adapt to this current normal and do things differently. And go searching for new markets. There are people out there still traveling and not everyone will travel only on the weekends. Give them a reason to visit midweek if that's your goal. Take a look at your existing market and think about how you can connect with more of those types of customers. Network in your local community. Make friends with new people. You never know what it will lead to or what connections you can establish. So if you're not feeling resilient right now, there are ways to work on this. Resilience is the ability to bounce back when things don't go as planned. And we're right in the middle of that at the moment, as you all know. According to psychologist Susan Kabasa, there are three main elements that resilient people possess. They are challenge, commitment, and control. And you can develop resilience in several ways. First, take care of yourself. Take care to exercise regularly and get enough sleep so that you can control stress more easily. The stronger you feel physically and emotionally, the easier it is for you to overcome challenges. Focus on thinking positively and maintain a hopeful outlook. This will enable you to expect that good things will happen. Try visualizing what you want rather than worrying about what you fear and try to learn from the mistakes you've made in your past. Think back to other times of crisis or challenge in your life and reflect on how you got through that because obviously you did and have the confidence to try new things. Build strong relationships with colleagues and friends so that you have a support network to fall back on. Also, move toward your goals. Develop some realistic goals. Do something regularly, even if it seems like a small accomplishment. That enables you to move towards your goals. Instead of focusing on tasks that seem unachievable, ask yourself, 
What's one thing I know I can accomplish today that helps me move in the direction I want to go? So I'll leave it there for today. I hope you've enjoyed listening and I hope this helps in some small way in making you feel that you're not alone. Thanks for joining in. Please don't forget to leave me a five-star review to help me grow my audience. And if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so via my website, destinatenz.com or via the socials at destinatenz. Until next time, kakite. Kakite.